the intro again. <laughs> don't, don't, please don't. You really gonna do this? Yeah, f- him. It's our show. We do what we want. Oh my God, no! Not another freaking wrestling podcast. Yay! Like I said, I don't get people watching. So either you love me or you don't. I love you. I love you too. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Not Another Freaking Wrestling Podcast. I'm your birthday boy. I'm the one who wins. I'm Jake. I got to go first. I'm JD, and I feel slighted. <laughs> I'm Shane, and you should start investing in crypto. I'm Will, and I have the legal documentation to prove it's not really his birthday. <laughs> Don't tell Denny's. Or Texas Roadhouse, because you get a free appetizer. I'm telling Mojo Burrito, you're not getting your free birthday meal. (laughs) What? Now I went to Denny's five times today, like the Vandal song said, and there was no tip. So you went five times and didn't tip? Yeah. Well, it's my birthday. Listen to the song. It's a yearly tradition. I post it every year. I saw the song. Yeah, I post it every year. It's the same thing with the Vandals Christmas album. I post that every year on Christmas. All right, let's uh let's talk about this last week of wrestling, fellas. Yeah. Uh, on Raw, we got opened up with a uh, segment between the Bloodline and the Judgment Day. How about that stare down between Rhea Ripley and Solo Sokoa? That was cool, but it felt I felt like that whole segment fell flat. Maybe it was the crowd where they were at. Like it just didn't didn't seem. I don't know. It just it felt flat. Like I, I messaged you guys when I was watching. I was like, oh, this kind of fell flat for me. I'm glad Dom's getting. They're elevating Dom. I love Prince. Yeah. I it's going to be wild cool. when he wins the Rumble. It will. <laughs> uh, I like that they're teasing, like, you know, mixed matches. I know they had a couple already. But the, those were like tag matches, if I'm not mistaken, weren't they? Yeah, they've they've done a handful of mixed tags, but it's always under like the very strict rules of when someone makes a tag, the other team is automatically tagged too. Well, then again, Rhea Ripley did work at Kira Tozawa a few weeks ago. Yeah. Did she? Yep. I feel like they're trying to give Rhea that fucking China rub. Yeah, By all I means. I mean, I mean, I'm cool with it. Yeah. Her and Shayna Baszler are like the two main women that I would want to see do intergender matches on the roster, other than like obligatory Candice LeRae. Yeah, because her matches back in the day with Caprice was fucking amazing. Well, all her her entire PWG run. Yeah, that too. The fucking. Uh... I'm glad she's still using the dick plex. Yeah. So that's also a plus. But I I would see her wrestling Dom. If I was that just That be, would be fun. That would be her a fun match. Her versus Solo Sokoa would be a banger match. Oh fuck yeah. That'd be like some New Japan never open weight division shit. Speaking of Solo, um, he beat the hell out of Mustafa Ali. Is Mustafa Ali ever going to get an actual push, or is he just going to be the guy that gets clobbered by everyone? 
Now he's the punching bag now. I think his I think he'll get his soon, maybe, hopefully. They I mean they keep coming up with all these like first he wasn't getting his push and that made him mad. Then he became like the street fighter type fucking looking guy. Now he's back in his tights. Like, what are we doing with him? It's the same thing. Well, we'll talk about that later when we go to SmackDown. I have a fucking big-ass complaint. Okay. Yeah, no problem. Uh, and Moose Ali later in the show attacked Dolph Ziggler uh, because Ziggler's didn't want to do the tag thing with him. Um, I don't know if that was a heel turn or just him trying to show an edge. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like attacking Ziggler is a pretty baby face thing to do. <laughs> just, just to you. Gets him over baby face of Will. <laughs> Let's talk about that main event, the number one contenders match for the United States Championship. Um, it looks like we were talking about Omos last week and where he he, he <laughs> falls. It looks like they want to make Omos part of the Hurt, hurt business. I don't think that's a good idea. Why? Well, the thing is, is that WWE with, I feel like four is the perfect number for a faction. Because if you have any more, then you've got dudes that it's like, well, what is your role? Because they build build their factions around. You have a world title guy, a tag team guy, and a mid-carder guy. And is MVP just officially done wrestling? Yeah, yeah I think so, so let me let me play devil's advocate with you. Um his role is basically enforcer. He doesn't do anything else. He doesn't wrestle. He just helps when he need they need to help. So they have two managers in the group? Yeah. You got MVP as the mouthpiece and fucking almost as the fucking insurance policy. I don't know. I just. If they don't add anybody else, they have a fucking tag team and the heavyweight champion. And they have MVP and they keep almost as just a fucking insurance policy to make sure that they don't lose. I think that would be the perfect place for him. And don't get me wrong, he actually is starting to get a little bit better. He's always been there. He ain't always been there. <laughs> yeah, he has not been there. He's the man that when Brian Danielson saw him, he was like, I got to come back to wrestling so I can get as good as this guy. Yeah, I definitely don't think that's the case. Uh, I heard that's true. If I, I don't want him in the hurt locker, but if he needs a spot, it's not the worst spot for him, honestly. It's really not. If anything, it would help him. Yeah, he's uh, got he's got a lot of good veterans in that group that could help him learn how to work better. And I think that's why they're put they're going to put him there because they know he needs. I mean, his whole thing is that's he AJ did the same thing. When they were in that tag team and he was, you know, that was what his, he was teaching him as he was going. And I think if if he has someone like Bobby Lashley, who's a big dude, 
who has worked big dudes and can tell a story. You got MVP, uh, arguably probably one of my favorite characters that came out of the 2000s uh, because the Matt Hardy stuff, him and Matt Hardy were fucking gold. That was one of the best feuds. Yeah, plus the whole, you know, they become tag team champions and then he's like, hey, let's have a push-up contest and Matt Hardy fucking cheats and, and fucking wins. I mean, that was great. Then you got Shelton Benjamin, who could help him. You got, you know, Alexander, who could help him. I mean, he's Cedric's got a, a beast. fucking learning tree that he can sit under and become. Honestly, I would love if they reshuffle it. Because I know Cedric and Shelton were the tag team component before. I wouldn't mind if they shuffled it and have Shelton and Omos be the tag component. And then use Cedric for their Intercontinental or United States Championship guy. I would yeah, not hate or, that. Or you could bring back one of my favorite rules, which what we did with Not Safe for Wrestling, and do Freebird rules. Yeah. Yeah, and then we can read. They did the same thing with New Day, too. So The Omos rule. Because people are going to be like, oh, we're going to get ready for fucking Shelton and Alexander, and here comes Shelton fucking Omos. You know? But the, from a kayfabe standpoint, that like throws off like any game plan that you would have. I didn't train to wrestle someone this tall. Yeah, yeah. I was I was hoping to fucking do an Enzi on this motherfucker, and he's fucking seven foot tall. I can't do that. I only worked get on my ladder. shotgun drop kicks and enziguris this week. What the fuck am I gonna do? And then you know, there's just I think it would be beneficial for him. It'd be interesting to see. I think they can all pull it off. They're all veterans. I think they can all make him look where they want him to look or the way they want him to look and get that across. Because, like, even MVP was like, you thought you were going to wrestle me? Nah, you're wrestling him. Nah, bro. (laughs) So... All right, let's jump over to AEW because there's a pretty noteworthy match on that show on Dynamite this week. Um, probably one of the biggest upsets we've had over there in a while. Top Flight beat the Young Bucks. Yes, that was such a good match. Did not see it coming. I've been loving this push that Top Flight has been getting. Now that Darius is finally 100%, he hasn't broken down again. I... I don't know if they're going to send them straight to the AEW tag belts, but I have a very strong feeling that whenever they crown new Ring of Honor tag champs, that Top Flight's going to be the ones to win it. I would like that. They're a very good tag team. They're super good. Uh, interesting to note, though, the Young Bucks started off their, uh, their reign as trio champs, their first match afterwards with a loss. Um, didn't really expect that. I didn't from either, them especially. But I'm okay with it. And it was also the first tag match that they wrestled in I want to say they said like almost a year. Really? Why? Or I don't think it had quite been a year, but it'd been it'd been about six or seven months. They've just been doing trios matches. Oh. But also wow. too, I will give credit. To these guys because uh, 
I think that's cool that they did a loss. Yeah, I've always had like a big, big thing. I don't need to look like a fucking badass or like I can beat everybody every single time. So taking a loss, if somebody like, you know, Zach Dye beat me, it'd be like, wow. Didn't see that coming because he's like fucking five foot nothing. I think that stuff's yeah. cool. I think it's a lost. Everybody tries to be fucking super badass all the time. And I think that's stupid. I, well, I think it's good to see the Bucks putting over young talent. Yeah, well, and it was too. a nice callback because Top Flight's first match in the company, they had a tryout match wrestling the young Bucks on TV and immediately got signed after the match. And that match, the Bucks beat them. So. It was nice that they got their win back. And I'm assuming this will probably set up for Top Flight and AR Fox to challenge the Elite for the Trios belts, which that'll be a great match. I like Trios belts. Personally, I think that every overbloated wrestling company needs Trios belts. Could agree with that. Yeah, I could agree with that. If WWE it's, was to do trios belts, they could, you could form teams from SmackDown and Raw, NXT and Raw. Like, like I wouldn't I dare trust WWE would, trios belts. The combinations WWE would be trios fucking would cool. look great if they killed the brand split. That's the only way to do it. Yeah, I'm a major advocate for killing the brand split because their roster is already kind of bare bones enough that they struggle to cobble together two tag team divisions you, you know i think that's they're... why they're kind of doing this whole because if you notice the last two number one contenders matches was either one was for the raw and one was for smackdown so i think we're getting the split of the belts yeah, and not only that, like SmackDown, we're, we're shifting over SmackDown. We'll, we'll just kind of do it seamlessly here because last night SmackDown started their uh, tag team championship tournament. I mean, as a tag have, team wrestler, and I love tag team wrestling. That was fucking awesome to have a whole complete show. It was built around it. Yeah, uh, there like, was what like one match that wasn't part of the tournament, a random LA Knight singles. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think that was it. And I will say. That starting off with the Brutes was fucking smart. It wasn't the Brutes, it was the Banger Bros. Well, Banger Bros, Brutes. They're the the awesome. Brutes wrestled later in the show. And I was really I was really hoping that they would have won. I'm honestly assuming that the finals of this is going to somehow be Brutes versus Banger Bros. Can't be. Yeah, the Brutes lost. Imperium oh, went did? over. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I thought they won. Yeah, Imperium no, went over. Uh, the Brutes. I, I, it looks like a, an Imperium uh, Banger Bros final. Yeah, they're they're keeping that uh, icy title chase for Sheamus kind of relevant too. They're keeping it hot. Yeah. So. Uh, I will say I, I like that match. I like the uh, Brutes and the Imperium match. The fucking wrong team won in one of the matches. And that was uh, the fucking Hit Row should have lost 
fucking motherfuckers. Who they <laughs> wrestle uh, Los Lotharios? Yes. Yeah. Wrong team. I want the world for Angel Garza. Oh, and uh, that that's not even my fucking rant. Oh, let's hear your rant on SmackDown then. My fucking rant. How many times are we going to fucking repackage Lacey Evans and bring her back for her just to fucking fail once again? Because no one gives a flying fuck about Lacey fucking Evans. Put her ass back down there in fucking NXT as a fucking trainer and let her train some real fucking talent. She doesn't resonate with any fucking body. No. And I mean, this is I'm, what, I'm, like the sixth I'm not even seventh. shitting on her for being a fucking thank you for your service. But fuck off. Like, we've tried this, what, this is the third time that we've tried repackaging her? This is the third uh, repackage before she's even gotten back on television. Yeah, you're right, because the promos didn't start out like that. They started out, oh, she, we're going to rebuild her. And then she started the Sergeant Slaughter bullshit, and now we got fucking female fucking Sergeant Slaughter with fucking one, don't even have the talent. Like, why, when do we look at Lacey Evans and go, look, she can be viable somewhere else, but she's just wasting TV time. That's it. There can be gunshots in there. <laughs> I just don't. I mean, do, do you guys agree or do you disagree? Are you like, okay, maybe no, I agree. another fucking shot and let her burn up fucking TV time and take away from somebody who could actually use it? No, I'm right this, there with you. At this point, like, She's been in the company now for a good several years at this point. Like, she's no longer a fresh call-up by any means. And it's just wild that there are so many other people that they brought up from NXT. They floundered initially, and then they just dropped them. But they keep trying and trying with Lacey Evans. And I just kind of wonder what it is that upper management sees that the rest of us don't. I mean, that well, would be a really good question. And there, there, honestly, there, there's a few reasons probably she's very good with PR. Um, she's a former Marine. Uh, she's gorgeous. She's well-spoken, and she does well in interviews. This is not John Chena. Why not give her the fucking Titus O'Neil row then? Just and that, That's what she needs, but that's one reason they, they haven't booted her from the company, though, is because she's great PR. I'm not saying boot her from the company. I'm saying find her something else where she can be more useful. If she's yeah. good at PR, put her in a Titus O'Neil role. If she's great at training, put her down at NXT as a coach. Well, Do something. Then, I don't want anybody to fucking lose their job. But at the, every week, it's like his fucking repackage happens with her. And she then she goes and says something fucking stupid on fucking Twitter. And then it's just... I'm just tired of seeing endless video packages for her return and her not returning. And it's the Emelina thing all over again. Oh, God. Don't remind <laughs> me. I don't want anybody to fucking lose their job. Just find her somewhere else to fucking go. I liked the pinup girl gimmick. That yeah, was her, probably her, her most success, successful thing. And why did they even stop gimmick it? was best. And yeah, honestly, I think girl. she might be a good role of... If you want to keep her in the ring, 
send her down to NXT and have her be one of like the veteran hands that helps with these younger kids. Cause shit, they've got plenty of kids in the NXT women's division that could use like a solid feud with someone like that to more establish themselves. And that's the thing about her though. She's great. Like she saw it wrestling. It's just, she doesn't resonate with the people her promos aren't that fucking great. Not that I was the fucking greatest promo guy. I, you know? But I can still get over. I mean, that's the only difference. She's not getting over with anybody. They'd rather just watch her fucking disappear. That's my fucking rant. I'm just tired of fucking Lacey Evans being repackaged. We failed three times. She, there's people out there that you fucking shit on and and they failed because of the fucking shitty gimmick that you could have put more money into and they would have been more successful. Plenty of guys you let go during COVID. Or maybe just don't give them a shitty gimmick. Well, you know, Vince thinks that shit's funny and that's why they fucking got it. Yeah. But well, not now everybody they- can turn the new day into a thing that gets over. That's true. I so think that's for them than anything because Let's talk about oh i'm sorry go ahead. No, no, go ahead. we gotta go, go all ahead. right let's talk about um bray wyatt we finally got a little movement it seems like um as to where he might what direction he might be headed with the return of the firefly funhouse do we see I a return of the fiend coming? i did too we see a return of the fiend though do you think he's bringing it back I, I mean, even if was. it's just like a, a personality, he he assumes for a part of the match. I don't know. Well, I, I, I guess it's cinematic. Since they're doing this weird, like split personality Bray Wyatt thing, I assumed that the Fiend would be one of them. Because whenever he first showed up, they had the dude in the Fiend mask standing in the crowd. Mm-hmm. So I assumed that's what it is. I would like for it to. The Fiend was really goofy, but in all the right ways for me. Yeah, I think it'd be fucking cool, you know, kind of throw your opponents off. Like, uh, are you getting Bray Wyatt, the fucking Eater of Worlds? Are you getting fucking The Fiend? Are you getting, are you getting Uncle Howdy, mother? You getting Uncle Howdy? Are you getting this feeble but deadly type, you know, person that he's been during these promos? No, we're going to finally get that uh, that Finn match we were supposed to get where he's in drag and he's Sister Abigail. <laughs> uh, Los Ooh. Angeles Knight did more in his 45-second promo to sell me on this match than anything they've done in the last four weeks. I mean, that dude's gold on the mic. He is. He is. He's. They need to hurry up and get him away from this feud because he needs to be in the world title scene once these belts get split. I mean, it. It's heavy. That's a big pool of guys right now. That you could put there. My Drew, thing is, Drew cool, prints money. There's a lot of guys that 
are better in the ring, but I don't think there's anyone on the mic that can hang with him right now. I don't think he's that bad in the ring. I will. I... No, he's not bad, but you're not going to get the same kind of match out of him that you would say like Sheamus or Drew or our truth the other top guy. I think, but I but, think that's what we need, though. We need somebody to fucking give us that slow fucking JBL type match. I just <laughs> think JD we need someone over there. <laughs> I just think we need someone that can talk and say, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. yeah. He does that, and then he does the. Let me tell you something, bro. Yeah, yeah. That shit's so good. Yeah, give me a yeah. You guys got JD like pissing himself down there. (laughs) Uh, You said our truth, and you just deactivated JD for a second. What do you mean? That's like the top three baby faces of SmackDown. Champion, put some respect on that man's name. Yeah, Yeah. I mean Ron Killings is the man, and he's a fucking NWA. Will not deny that. Two-time NWA World's Heavyweight Champion. Is he not also the first African American? Yes, sir, he is. First African-American NWA World's Champion. You put some fucking respect on his name. Yeah! Uh, <laughs> let's talk about the uh, the story that wove its way throughout this show with Sami Zayn and the bloodline. Um, I'm so glad invested. Reigns is a little pissed because uh, Sami wants in on the, on the plan because he was disappointed after he almost beat... Owens and then everyone came in and beat him down and he wanted in on the plan and Reigns does not like that the honorary Oose is being asked to be let in on the plans uh, backstage Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns talked and uh, I love Paul Heyman's analogy just you'd rather have him in the building pissing out than outside the building pissing in he said you would rather have him outside or inside the castle pissing out yeah that's it Instead of outside the castle pissing in. Yeah, he brought back his old line that he had uh, at Vince whenever he got demoted from SmackDown to OVW. No, that was Heyman's old line whenever he got kicked off the SmackDown team. Yeah, was it? I remember in the D- yeah. it was in the DVD. Yeah, whenever he got sent to go work on OVW. Huh. Did not know that. I just like the whole storytelling with this whole all throughout SmackDown. Fucking great. It was fucking great. Something about it. I don't know why, but I feel like we're going to get a weird turn of Paul Heyman with Sami Zayn. I, I was just explaining. I was just talking about this earlier. Uh, what can we go ahead and jump to the end of the show? Um, I think, and it's been rumored too, that the Royal Rumble match was actually going to be a triple threat. And if you look at Kevin, he signed it. There's only two people that touched that whole folder. Kevin and Sammy. I bet you Kevin signed Sammy's name in there too. The look of shock on his face after he received that folder. 
You gotta look at the the fucking clues too. Yeah, but also, what about the legality of it? That's a forged signature, brother. That's wrestling. It's, it's, when has that ever stopped wrestling from doing a storyline? That's why next week we have the trial. They're hitting Sammy with a litigation suit. So let's uh, Law let's shift order over. WWE. That is let's also over too, talking. That also too is how you end a fucking show. Oh man, yeah. Let's before we talk about that 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 contract signing was fantastic. Uh, Ko coming in and just laying waste the bloodline. It's exactly what Ko's needed to be doing for a long time. Fucking and then the pop up power bomb on the fucking Oof. into the table. Him fucking standing tall, and then Sammy coming down too late. Then he looks at Just him a and smiles. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. Look at the context clues here. He looked at him. He smiled. Signed the fucking thing. Threw it to Sammy. Sammy caught it, looked at it, and had that look of, oh, shit. So let's use this to segue into our next conversation. That's about Raw 30. And they have announced that the acknowledgement ceremony previous, previously uh, advertised is now going to be a um, trial for Sami Zayn. Does this mean they didn't get the Rock for WrestleMania? Basically. Maybe. Probably. Yeah. Um, I don't understand why the Rock's like, bro, I, I can't do, I ain't got enough time to do that. You've probably known about this for fucking months and months. Years. You've had plenty of time to get ready for this shit. It's been years that they've been trying to get this thing happening. Like the and last they, two WrestleManias, this has been on the books. And they fucking teased it in his fucking TV show. Not fucking twice. One where uh, it was a flashback when he was little and he said, oh, yeah, we're going to be facing each other at WrestleMania one day or some shit. And then, you know, this show is produced to be 30 years in the future. So in one of the episodes, there's a guy who's a big rock fanatic and he has memorabilia from his own uh, whole career. And he has the universal title. The Rock's never won the universal title. So they've been teasing it. So it's not like he didn't have time to get ready. You think it's just a subversion tactic, though? It could be. Honestly, I think it is. I I don't know why, but I have a very strong feeling that he's going to pop up at the Rumble. I don't know if he'll be in the Rumble match, but I think he's going to show up. I, I think that too. Plus, they put up rock merch and they've been releasing full uh, matches on WWE.com. I, I think it's just one of those things where it's a diversion. I hate whenever they do that, where they just start cranking out, like, here's a bunch of free matches of this one dude. I wonder if he's going to come back soon. Yeah. And it's fucking, you're a week from the Rumble. Yeah. Well, all this stuff, and even in interviews, people are like, ah, oh, will you acknowledge Roman Reigns? And he's like, no. Nah. You know, and he does the interview and talks shit about Roman and how all that shit. So I think this match will happen. I think this is just one of those diversion things. Plus, they even put out uh, the punk thing, how he won the Rumble 10 years ago or some shit, and then beat punk. Oh, that was 10 years ago? Yeah. 
That was oh, two geez. years ago. Uh, so, I think, I, why put all this fucking PR into it if he ain't coming? I don't know. I mean, they have done things like that in the past. But I, I feel like it would be more concretely reported by now that The Rock isn't going to be there. Yeah. Like I One thing, I don't I don't think sorry. he would win the rumble but I I think that Roman versus the Rock they can they can get him in there one fucking night. And it's it's not only that it's also in Hollywood. So why not have the biggest fucking action star in this generation literally the, the highest show. paid actor in Hollywood right now. Yep. Now See, the way I look at this is WWE, whenever uh, The Rock's rumored to be somewhere, doesn't say anything. Nobody says nobody says anything to tamp down the rumors. There was one night a few years ago where Rock was rumored to appear at the end of Raw, and people waited around after Raw to see if The Rock would come out. He never did. So, like, if, there, if there's already a report coming out saying The Rock's not going to be there, it makes me believe he's going to be there. If they're not, if they're trying to tamp down rumors right now instead of just letting it do its thing like they usually do, I feel like he's going to be there. That's probably he may not win the rumble. To, well, it's probably just a way to fake out the fucking dirt sheets. Like I don't I think, think he'll win the rumble. I think he'll work Roman though. I think he'll like, win the rumble. What's well, it's a big way to uh, like it's that that's a big surprise, you know. And with the fucking internet, you you can't have surprises anymore. And that's one you definitely don't want fucking spoiled. Well, it's kind of like uh, Adam Cole coming back. Nobody knew he was going to be there. Only two people in that whole Not fucking building Adam. knew he was going to be there. And that was his girlfriend and Tony. So, I think The Rock will be at the Rumble. I think he's going to win the Rumble. That's my prediction for the Rumble. The Rock's going to win, go on. Beat Roman. Well, Cody's going to be in a WrestleMania a main event for the WWE Championship. And so we'll, see, and we'll that's talk. why I think Cody's going to be the one to win the Rumble. Is he's going to go for that specific belt, and then after he's made his challenge for most likely the WWE, then The Rock will come in and be like, I want the Universal. Well, I think what's going to end up happening is you're going to see Roman Cody night one, Rock Roman night two. Don't know how it'll happen, but that's the thing. That's just what's going to end up happening. That's exactly what I think will end up happening. Uh, and I would be, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised to see a title drop from the Usos before Mania. I think the I feel like the raw ones might go on to judgment day for some shenanigans, but I think they'll keep the SmackDown ones on them till Mania because I still firmly believe the Usos are gonna drop them to Kevin and Sammy so that Kevin can become Grand Slam. Yep. Well look, I think that, that too. That this is how you do it then. You you have Dwayne show up at Rumble and get involved in the in the, the tag match or in that triple threat gimmick somehow or another and it pisses off roman roman tells him to go and do one 
Rock says, okay, fine, fuck you. You're going to fight me at fucking WrestleMania later in the fucking night. You know, Bodega Boy Rhodes won, wins the fucking Rumble. <laughs> you know, and they they go, don't know about okay. Bodega Boy fucking Rose. Well, it needs to happen. And then you got to go to fucking Zoomies and get his shoes and he'll be all fly for fucking WrestleMania. I guess that's the... Uh... Thumbnail for this one. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about Raw 30 here. Um, with the trial of Sami Zayn, do we think the turn is happening this week? Is that what's going to set up a triple threat at the Rumble? Sure. I think... And who's turning? Gonna... I think the turn will happen at Royal Rumble, yeah. Yeah, I think it won't happen till the Rumble. I think it's going to happen in a triple threat because Roman's going to be like, you're going to help me win the triple threat. And then it's Sammy Sammy doesn't say, fuck you. Yeah, and Sammy says, fuck you, and turns on him. I think this. I think the whole thing we're leading up to here is Sammy turning on the bloodline. I think it, honestly, they may not even do the turn at the rumble i think that'll be the impetus for it but they'll save the turn itself for the next episode of tv do get the most eyes on it with tv true no they get more eyes on their fucking pay-per-views than or paid live events (laughs) at least setting up for it at the pay-per-view and paying it off on television could pop a, a rating that's true. But it is irritating when you use a fucking pay-per-view. I'm not calling it a premium live event. It pisses me off when you use a pay-per-view to set up your fucking TV. It's the other way around. TNA. <laughs> <laughs> WCW did it, too. There at the end, yeah. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to get our turn. It's coming. I think the payoff's going to be Rumble myself. but So turning to the Rumble, then. Um... We've all put in our picks already. We didn't do the women's. We didn't do the women's, though. Yeah, you're right. So let's. Who do you think is one of the women? Shango first, since you brought Raquel Rodriguez. Drake. I don't know. <laughs> Charlotte, probably. She's already champion. Uh, they'll figure out a way for her to win. <laughs> okay. Because it's well, Triple H. Or um, Becky. I think it's going to go to Becky, and she's going to be the first two-time. I would love to see Rhea Ripley win this one. That'd be I nice. I feel like it's also too early for her push right now. I agree with Rhea. That'd be nice, but... Yeah, it'd really happen. be nice if Mama Ripley... I don't know if when this it's... year's the right time for it, though. No, it absolutely I would, I wouldn't have... They can't give Ripley another WrestleMania loss, and I don't see Rhea being the one to take the belt off of Bianca. I think it'd be perfect right now. Judgment. I feel like she's been she's been heated up for it perfectly, mm-hmm. and that would heat her up even more. And I'm just a proponent for anybody but Becky Lynch and Charlotte. Fucking, they're the female Roman Reigns to me. I'm sick of looking at them. I want them to fuck off and go away. In my perfect world, Candace wins the Rumble. I wouldn't hate that. 
Yeah, but I think we're gonna I think we're gonna get a lot of surprises <clears throat> in the uh, women's rumble. I think Mickey because they have a lot of back with spaces the, open. I think they're gonna get Mickey James to come back with the knockouts belt since she just won it back. Uh, wouldn't be mad. No, dude, that was the most surreal thing ever with Mickey James coming out with the Knockouts Championship and commentary being like, oh yeah, she's the Knockouts World Champion for Impact Wrestling. Yeah, and her using her TNA theme. Yeah. I'm just surprised Vince even let that happen. Now he probably saw her backstage like, who the fuck hired Mickey again? Any predictions for... uh, Surprises in the Rumble besides Mickey James? Jimmy Wang like, Yang. Yeah! Switchblade Jay White. Ugh. No, he, he can't yet. He has he has until, I believe, middle February. Yeah, but they have a working relationship now. I would love to see Jay White show up in the Rumble. I would hate that. I hate Jay Why? White. He sucks. Oh, I hate, hate Jay White. You hate everything, Jake. Not true. I love Master Watto. That is my counter argument. Mm. So Jay White is boring. Jay White and Watto are going to be in the Rumble. Yes, Master Watto. Um, I don't expect any kind of like New Japan or Noah crossover guys because that would be too good. Now, wouldn't it be tits if Muda showed up? It would be something. <laughs> I'd say he's probably going to go. Is He'll probably go in the Hall of Fame this year. Oh, I guarantee you he's going in the Hall of Fame. But I, I don't know. I mean, Muda in the Rumble would be neat, but it would really annoy me if he did, considering he literally just retired this morning. Yeah, that's true. And I know we still got Mudo retirement run now, and there's no way that they're going to have Keji Mudo show up over Great Muda. Yeah. But I don't know. It'd be neat. I think in terms of weird surprises, we're probably going to get Carlito. <laughs> He's unfortunate. Dude, he it's was unfortunate fucking... because I'm not going to use him anymore afterwards. And he, like last year, I was hoping they'd use him some more. He showed up on Royal Rumble and Raw, and I was like, yeah, Carlito's back. Great. And then gone. Well, I remember I like hearing Carlito. that the Raw match was supposed to be like a tryout for him. And I assumed because it was a decent match, and his arms were the size of Jeff Hardy. My God. He was, yeah, he was fucking yoked. So I thought for sure they were going to bring back Carlito, and then he just. Fucked off back to the Puerto Rican scene. Yeah, I just hate to see Carlito and then Carlito not return for good again. I feel like Carlito is one of those talents that if he would have gotten the right push, he would have been a star. Although everybody's favorite planned surprise return mm-hmm. is now off the table. Who's that? Devon Dudley. Oh, yeah. I think uh, Braun Breaker will be a surprise. Which I would 
personally. Like, yeah, it'd be cool because I think he could have some dope rumble spots, but I don't like the idea of that solely because he's still NXT champion. Will he, will he still be NXT champion by that point, though? When is he defend? That's when is uh February. When is finish day again? Okay, never mind. Yeah, never he's mind. still gonna have that strap. Okay, because I have a feeling he's dropping it at uh at Vengeance Day. That, by the way, that was the, the most bullshit match finish to a match I have seen in a long time between Grayson Waller and Braun Breaker. The rope break. God. That was still, so fucking... Still not as bad as that one hell in a cell, though. Dumb when they did it to Finn. It was dumb when they did it to Grayson Waller. It was worse with hell in a cell. That was just garbage. Anyway, um, I don't know. Braun Breaker's great and everything. Don't get me wrong. I just don't feel like he has much personality. Just let him he be showed- a fucking Steiner. He showed more personality in that feud with Apollo Crews, don't get me wrong, because of the way they built that feud up, but most of the time, he's just his reign's been boring, and I don't think it's so much his fault either. It's just the fact they don't really have any real contenders for him. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you move him up to the fucking main roster. The only real contender that they have for him is Carmelo. Yeah, but I think he'll get caught up soon. I, I think Carmelo's a lock-in to show up in the Rumble. I just don't think we're going to end up seeing Mellow Breaker, and that breaks my heart. Not in world, not in NXT, at least. Yeah. I would agree with that. It'd be a hell of a match. But, you know, the good thing about him is you can put him with a mouthpiece. Yeah. Could you imagine him, you know, just think about it, a couple fucking, a year or so down the road, uh, bloodlines broke up, and Paul Heyman needs somebody new. Why not a fucking Steiner? That's true. And then he, and then Heyman can make him a fucking bigger star than he already is. Still letting him be a fucking Steiner. That situation is baffling to me. Yeah, but could you imagine him with a fucking Brock Lesnar push? With Paul? I just want him to wear a chain mail. And he already did Steiner math, so... Oh, God, that was hilarious. It is insane how if you close your eyes, he sounds just like his fucking uncle. I've never done that. <laughs> no, next time you hear a promo, just close your eyes. It's He sounds just like Scott. So, one surprise I'd love to see at the Rumble myself would be Mandy Rose. I know it's probably not going to happen, but I'd love to Love them to see them bring Mandy Rose back. You know, it'd be way cooler than that, though. If she got her tits what? out on the way to the ring. Abyss. That would be badass. Abyss. No. Abyss I think one be better. Women's Rumble. Fucking Adam Pierce. Fucking Ooh. get Scrap Daddy out there. The roster ain't ready for the Scrap Daddy. I'd love to see the Scrap Daddy get a match in WWE. 
Royal Rumble, man, that'd be fantastic. I don't care. I, I just love to see him get to compete on television like that. That'd be great. I have a feeling we'll get Pat McAfee back in the Rumble. Uh, what? Hold on. Fucking stop. Jake, what the fuck? Yeah. I've been over why I don't like that dude. He's fucking gold. He gets on my nerves. He's almost more annoying than Cole. But Michael. they work. They work together. I know, and it's unlistenable. No. Whatever. It's the best broadcast team in wrestling. Um, I disagree. With to me, the best broadcast team in wrestling is Tom Hannigan and uh, Matthew Renwalt on Impact. Which is uh, Tom, whatever his WWE name was. Yeah, was I the, remember him. The dude that was with Corey Graves all those years. Yeah, yeah, I remember him. And then Matthew I had is enough impact to be able to make that. that and then that the other thing. dude is uh, Aiden English from the Vaude Villains. Yeah, but they—I don't know—they bounce off each other so fucking perfectly. I don't know. I'm gonna Plus, go Pat and Michael Cole. Especially pay-per-views. God damn. Best commentary team out there. Yeah, well, and unlike, how can you hate on Michael Cole, though, Jake? He's undefeated at WrestleMania. That's true. Yep. Like, I understand Pat, because Pat has a losing WrestleMania record, but Michael doesn't. I've been sick of Michael Cole for at least 10 years now. Tell me you ain't a coal Michael miner. Michael Cole's hitting his fucking prime right now. What are you doing? He's doing the best work of his career right now. Honestly, I agree. Michael Cole is like the best commentator right now. And it's only because Vince is taking the right. Re- he doesn't have Vince's reins on him anymore. Like that man is finally able to be himself. And you can tell he's having fun. And I love it for him. And he's able to unleash his fucking encyclopedic knowledge of wrestling. And he does have that. Plus, he used to be a fucking war journalist, too. That shit's yeah. dangerous as fuck. So he's a fucking badass, too. Almost as dangerous as a Hell in a Cell match. With I The Undertaker. Exactly. And he's he's been there front row. He's seen some war zones. I feel like you guys get together when I'm not around and like, what's some shit we can say that's just going to get Jake's goat? Oh, no, I know. I'm saying the Miz is going to hold good. You have a goat? Yeah. Well, no, it. not anymore. Because these two fuckers get it all the time. Took his fucking goat. We took my fucking goat. It'd be like that sometimes. I just don't see how you're shitting. I, I can get, you know, Pat gets on your nerves, but fucking Michael Cole is fucking on fire. Michael Cole's been on my fucking nerves for, like I said, like 15, 20 years, or 10, 15 years now. Like, I, I can't. I've always been a Michael Cole apologist. Even during his worst years, I still thought he was good. I did too. I like his voice. And he got raped on fucking national television. Best work of his career. Um, once again, <laughs> he is undefeated at WrestleMania. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> JR can't even say that. All right, Vince fellas. can't even say that. All right, fellas. Give me one each. Your wildest take that you think might happen in the Rumble. Your most out there take that you think could happen. That it's Brock's going to win the Rumble again. And we're getting another Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. That's my most likely take. Don't you talk this into existence, William. Shane. Fuck, man. I think uh, my wildest take. Cody Rose wins the Royal Rumble and then goes to WrestleMania to fail and not become WWE champion. I'm, I am okay with Cody Rhodes failing at things. I, I, I know. <laughs> That's my favorite kind of Cody Rhodes. Roman wins, lol. Will, or I'm sorry, Jake, what's your wild take? That it's going to be awful. I don't know. I'm, I was following Shane's all the way up till Cody loses. Like, I just feel like if that's going to go, Cody's going to win. And then he's going to do away with that ugly fucking corporate logo belt and bring back the, 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 the winged eagle. Please. Don't think that's happening. Is that your no, wild please. take? Is he bringing back the, the winged eagle? Please. The Holy no, Grail it's going to be Bible. the faceplate is going to be a bronze statue of Cody flexing, and then the nameplate says Captain Thundercock. The main plate's going to be the front of a fucking zoomies, and then the side plates are him fucking his wife. Uh, my wild take will be that. Um, let's see, <laughs> Cody will win. Bring his daughter in the ring, declare racism over, and then challenge Roman right there. <laughs> That's a yeah, very bold happen. take. <laughs> but, it, but it feels on brand for Rhodes. It Don't will we? be. And then when he defeats racism again, it. the whole crowd will do the na 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 hey 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 goodbye <laughs> to racism. <laughs> what the And then they're gonna change his walkout music to fucking T Pain. All I do is win, win, win no matter what. <laughs> I was thinking more of uh, We Are the World. Oh my God! Cody yes. would come out to We Are the World. <laughs> God, I can see that. I can see him doing that, and then cutting a promo, being doing the whole. I want everybody to look to their left and look to their right and say hello. How are you? And shake their <laughs> hands. Now, everybody, come together. Oh, my God. And then they'll sell, and Cody will hand up a little candle to everyone in the crowd, and then they'll sell them on the shop, Cody's Candles, $12.99. Helping racism. Yep. Oh, Why does Will not have a job? 
writing for them now? <laughs> well, we're going to petition for you to get a job. In the meantime, everyone, uh, we'll be watching Royal Rumble, uh, giving you our takes afterwards and our takes on Rob 30 next week. Also next week, very special announcement. We will be recording our 100th episode. Still not telling them what we're doing, are we? Still not telling them what we're doing. I think I'm going to announce it all on the socials this week because I got an email that kind of changes plans. Uh, the Smart sent me an email. Oh. I got to share it with you guys. Uh, I think you'll be interested. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, but, they sent me something similar. There was just uh, when I woke up this morning on my door, there was just a giant printed out picture of Jaw Rules stabbed to my door. So I don't know what that means. Yeah, they. Uh, I'll I'll explain. I'll I'll post their email to the socials so everyone can see it. Money uh, stole our fucking money again. No, no, that's the crazy thing. They didn't want money this time. I'll uh, I'll I'll give it to you guys off the air. I don't want to say anything on the air because uh, it may end up being a big plan for this week. They have a good idea actually, and I I'm happy about it. So uh, we'll announce it on the socials. Uh, let's say Friday. So keep a lookout Friday, and uh, you'll find out what we're recording for our 100th episode. Um, I can keep my money in that big-ass briefcase they gave me Saturday. (laughs) In the meantime, everyone, go out, watch some local wrestling, have fun. and uh, Come to the student show on the 30th. Is that what they need to do? That's what they need to do. Come watch that shit. I'm going to skin a skunk. Oh, God. That doesn't sound... I don't all. know about that. I don't think you have what it takes to contain the power of one million skunks punks. He has a backup plan. Yeah, is that is that why I didn't beat him last time, right? Yeah. Because I clearly did. It was a his shoulder was up. Uh-huh. Well, the last and time I saw somebody eat a DDT that hard, they put some sauce on it first. No, I saw his shoulder go up and every single limb was on the ropes. Mm. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back in your feeds next week. Keep a lookout. And in the meantime, Jake, what do they need to do? Bring me some skunk belts. We need them. <laughs>